Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. Where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Now, let's join Billy Epperhart. I hope we're wise enough here to know not everybody we meet is in the same place spiritually. Do we understand that? And so because of that, you have to have some wisdom about what you do. Okay? Now, I didn't say anybody up there is to be rejected. Not what I said. I said you have to be wise about how you are going to deal with those issues that come in your life. So watch this. We taught you yesterday on the leader manager. If the manager introduces the systems, the systems, which I'm going to show you another illustration in a minute, the systems become by themselves the automatic resistor. You don't have to. Let me say it one more time because I think it went back, hit the wall, came back, hit me right in the head. If as a manager you create the systems, you remember we talk about shaking hands because I was just, just a small group of people. When I had that church, I left a staff of seven full-time pastors, and I came down the first Sunday to less than 30 people. I had more people on my paid staff or paid teams than I did in the whole church that day. So it was a different world. So I had to create a way to figure this out. And let me tell you this, okay? Jesus said, go in all the world and make disciples. Right? Are we okay? Are we in agreement on that? Yeah. A couple other things said. Everybody said that. Well, if that's the truth, listen, 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 listen. You cannot make a disciple out of somebody that's spiritually unhealthy until you get them healed with the word. If you go try to take someone who's spiritually unhealthy and put them up as a leader in front of 200 people, you're going to have a problem. You can't make that person a leader. And then I've seen some people try to make somebody a leader just to get them to be quiet. And oh, I've seen that many times. And then I've seen, I've seen people try to make a leader to try to put them over. What I'm trying to equip you with today, you remember it's what? Leader, manager. Most people haven't done the manager part, but I'm doing one session here quickly on leadership to show you how you operate when you have now introduced systems. So I'm going to give you this nugget worth the price of everything you paid, worth the price of the ticket, and that is this. You never recruit people to yourself. You recruit people to the system. If you don't have a system, you don't have anything to recruit. And somebody says, what does that mean? What do you mean you recruit to the system? Well, as we've kind of outlined it for you, if somebody new comes, the first thing I recruited them to, we're so glad I let them come to a pastor reception. 
get to meet the pastor. I stood there and talked however long they wanted to talk. It was in a reception area. Had a couple of other volunteers just helping me. We'd love, we'd pray, and most of the time I'd stay as long as anybody wanted to stay. Stay with me now, stay with me. Just the invitation alone was a part of the system because half the people wouldn't even come to the invitation even though we were given it right then. Half the people wouldn't even come. They had to go. And then when somebody did come and said they wanted to really, um, man, we love this church, we love the teaching, we love it, it's just a wonderful thing, then I would say, man, I'm so glad you feel that way. We'd really like to invite you to our pastor's welcome class that my wife and I teach together. We're there every week. Every week we're there. And I mean, we were. We're there. We'll, we'll pray for you. We'll, we'll touch you. We'll talk to you until we got to get in church, you know, because church was afterwards. And so half of them wouldn't come. We're all smart enough in the room, I hope, that you know people make their own choices. Do, do we all know that? So even though this is X-rated on leadership, people make their own choices. And I, so far, I haven't been unkind to one person. I'm inviting people. In fact, I will tell you this, to the best I've ever tried to lead, I tried to never be unkind to anybody. I just allowed them to make choices. And they can make choices. So what I had to learn was when I got a higher level business guy, somebody that was really legitimate, most of those guys were really rough, especially if they're coming right out of the world and just get born again. And they need to be discipled. So here's what I would do to them. They're not going to come to a welcome class. Some of them do, some of them don't. So what I would do is if they were really coming to church and they love God, what I would do is give them a role. I never gave them a position of power or influence. I'd only give them a role. Gave them no responsibility, only a role. What kind of role? How about being on the committee for da-da-da-da? And then I'd have a meeting once a month or once every three months, and they'd say, I'm on the committee. They felt good. They came. And, but it became a resistance because some of them even turned that down. Here's what we do if we're, if we're not wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. What we do is say, okay, everybody, just stone me. Whatever your greatest felt need is today, just dump it on me. With no expectation, you're going to end up raising good children, not good adults. Because there's no healthy environment. There's nothing transactional taking place. The reason Karis is a perfect example is because if you're going to graduate, you've got to come to school, you've got to abide by the expectations, you've got to take the test, and then you graduate. It's a healthy environment. And, no, and there's nobody at Karis that's trying to put anybody under a legalistic law or trying to beat somebody else up. There's nothing like that, but we do have certain healthy expectations like coming to class, right? Can I get some help today? If you're going to take it, the, the school, you need to come to class. What's the point? So these are all healthy expectations. I'm just sharing this with you to 
hopefully, I'm only, I'm only doing one session out of eight on leadership. This is it. This is the one I chose to do. Because, and it's what is in the book, because what we're looking for is order, not perfection. When you're looking for leaders, you're looking for people that I call them, they're fat. So you can look at me as an example. They're faithful, they're available, and they're teachable. That's spelled wrong. Faith. Faithful. Faithful. Their faith. Faithful. Faithful. Thank y'all for all the spellers in the room. Now, on the left side, I've got fat. But they're faithful, available, and teachable. So what I, I like to teach people is that when you understand that, you're looking for faithful, available, and teachable. Now, how do you find faithful, available, and teachable people? How do you find it? You have to offer them some level of resistance. And here's what, here's what we mean, the soil on top of the seed. So the way you do that, I'm going to come over here next to this one. The way you do that, and this is third session, right? So I introduced X-rated in third, and I'm going to go back to something better here next. This is what I call the funnel of resistance. Remember, resistance is not rejection. You basically give people, 100% of the people come in right here. 20% end up right here. Now here's the good news about Karis Extension School. We probably, what do we know in, in the U.S., Mark, on the U.S. Extension Schools, how many people, do we have some idea how many people inquire about the school and then how, much, how many end up actually signing up? Do we have some ratio or something we go by? You know? You, really? Now this, I'm doing this live on television right here. Are you, you're telling me for real what do y'all think? Is it higher internationally? You, it's lower internationally. So you say 20%, only 20%, you're just guessing anecdotally, that inquire about the school, 20% actually, what, apply? Now, how many of the applications actually make it to graduation? I'm, I don't even know that, so. I know in Karis, Colorado is pretty high, but yeah, like now, so that's healthy. Okay. So what I'm going to say to you here is just filling out the application. Eighty percent of them don't even do that. And what else do they have to do after they fill out an application? Then they have to be accepted, right? Oh, so application, acceptance, then what's next? Registration. Huh? Registration. Registration. I told y'all I don't know how to run a school. So of the 100%, the 
Those that actually make it to registration are how many? 20%, right? Now, I'm not categorizing any of them by this because I don't know. Okay, I really don't know. But I am saying the ratios work. Yeah, I know. I think we ought to preach on something else here. We need to change. They're saying, man, I don't know you very well. You're a tough cookie. No. Why is a serpent harmless as a dove? Do you know how many, Dean Rackett gets up and tells you, 2,100 pastors a month, a month, quit the ministry full time. And I would say 90% of the reason is because of what I'm drawing on the board for you right now. Not because of adultery, not because of money. You know what leads to stealing money unless somebody has a mega character flaw or what leads to is when I was telling you about Columbine, Focus on the Family called me with another man named Rick Scarborough. You can Google him, look him up. The other man's named H.B. London, which was James Dobson's, I think, brother-in-law or cousin. And H.B. London and Rick Scarborough traveled and went to Nazarene pastors' conferences. And I spoke at those conferences coming out of Columbine. H.B. Lundy told me personally at lunch, which Pastor Mark Cowart, the tear comes and is over the director of the, of the practical government school, Pastor Mark knows H.B. very well. And H.B. London told me, he said the average pastor in America focused on family has done the research and the average pastor in America gets hurt 23 times. And I looked at him and said, how could that be possible? He says, well, they get nicked or they get pushed, but they get made to be uncomfortable. And he said it takes two years to get over an average hurt. Now, I'm not saying that for you guys. I've had three or four of you, five of you, maybe talk to me about pastoring already, about you're praying about that or doing that or whatever. So I'm not discouraging you from it. I'm letting you know, Jesus said, I'm sending you out. I didn't say this. Jesus said, I'm sending you out in the midst of wolves. So be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. So we're, I'm talking to leaders here today that want to start extension schools. So you need to know when you go out that not everybody who walks up to the front door or everybody who you touch at some level, here right now we already know it's 20%. So if you know it's 20%, then you can plan accordingly to have the revelation and the understanding that we need. So with this up here, You want to have spend your time, 80% of your time with 20% of the leaders, which is what you'll be doing in the extension school if that's who comes through. So what we're going to do is we're going to take another break. Y'all okay? I can tell this has been too heavy for a lot of you. All right? I just want to remind you, you still got to, after this session, you especially have to love me to get to heaven. But I'm equipping you with some information I hope that will help you leading. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. 
Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. The Wealth Builders Podcast is produced by Celine Williams, with music by Audio Jungle and narration by Greg Hunter. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.